really proud of me, though. Are you happy to see me make something out of a nine-ass situation? To make it happen out of my ass, you Live in hell. Once upon a tribe, tick-tock, rhyme, rhymes. Know I keep a piece like a fucking Dalai Lama. In case they forgot, I'm back at it, Joe. How y'all feeling, man? You know, the black woman is God. And I don't care how you like it, how you cut it, and what in between you want to say. It's my outlook on it, and that's what it's going to be. You understand me? Not to take nothing from me. Well, anyway. <laughs> Look, man, I just want to talk to y'all right. Generational wealth, right? I was watching one of my crypto videos, right? This dude brought up this bank. So I had to go look into it myself, you know what I'm saying? I don't just be trusting everybody information anytime, anywhere. You know, I got to look into it myself so I can come with my own judgment, my own thoughts about the situation, my own outlook on it. But nevertheless, right? Because this is what we must learn how to do, black people. We must learn how to create something right now, today in life. Create something, sustain it, and and make, excuse me, and give our children and their children, children, the opportunity to enjoy and be the beneficiaries of generational wealth. Because none of us, 98% of us won't be able to do it, but 98% of us can be the ones that started it. 98% of us could be the ones that came through, changed habits, changed our way of thinking, changed our way of being implemented and applied a high level of discipline, went out and got the things done, studied what we need to study so we can know how to get it done, know what to do, infiltrate the situation so we can bring it back home. As the ministers say, you know, the still away method, go in, learn what they're doing, see what they're doing, how they operating, where they're getting it from, implement it into your mind, your state and what you doing, take the take when you leave the situation. But nevertheless, I never met nobody black who who has been um what's the word I'm looking for? Um not beneficiary, who had had the luxury that has enjoyed generational wealth. See, cause generational wealth Generational wealth is what I'm getting ready to read to you about. Generational wealth is about wealth that's going to be there, sustain, obtain, and you was long gone. If you take where I'm from, I'm from a place called Michigan City, right? It's a place, it's a piece of place called Albano's. Albano's has been in business for more than 50 years. I went to school with some of the Albano children. Their grandfather started the piece of place. He he was this creator and the starter of them having generational wealth. You know? This is what we must do. But like I said, you have to get the knowledge. You have to get the information and understanding of how you go about keeping it and sustaining it. And you don't just pass it on to your children because, the, you know, you might have the oldest children. You might only have one ch child. You see what I'm saying? You have to pass it on to the one who actually understands, the one who has showed you the high level and capability of sustaining and keeping that. 
within the generational and generations of the family. You see what I'm saying? Because your son or your daughter, you know, they might be knuckleheads about the situation. They might not want to keep the situation. They might want to go do this and go do that, and they might not have a totality of understanding because it just be like that sometimes. But if they do, that's even better. But we have to start and understand what generational wealth even look like. How do we go about getting generational wealth? We create. We quit being consumers. We remove bad habits. We invest. We get the land. Various uh, different things. Stocks and bonds, lock them. I mean, you know, if you start to use start to look at what you call the American economy, then, you know, you might have to rearrange that list and, you know what I'm saying, go about it just a different way, but it's going to always be something to obtain within this world that we call capitalism. So, boom, you start to get the information, you start to get the knowledge, you start to apply the discipline within yourself in order to get these certain things and obtain these certain things and get these things. What's the word I'm looking for? Establish. You understand? You should get these things established. Now that you get them established, you figure out how to create the structure around them. The structure has to be a solid foundation. You know what I'm saying? It has to be a structure that can last through a, hur a hurricane, last through a tornado. Even if it knock off the roof, even if it knock off the top of the building, the building still can be sustainable. Even if it leaves up one side, one side is enough side to to be to come back and build the rest of the sides. But we have to start to implement these things within our social structure, within our way of thinking, within our life. And within when we start to implement these things within our behavior, within our conversation, within everything we doing within our culture then the generation behind you the generation over there that your, your your children and your grandchildren children you know hopefully you live a long enough life you can be able to pass on these habits and what is these habits habits the habits has to be always discipline understanding the now new opportunity window how to sustain something and we must always be readers. You see what I'm saying? Because you must always understand math. Because if you don't understand math, you can be cheated. If you don't understand, if you cannot read, you can always be lied to. We must understand the science behind everything. Because once you understand the science, then you can understand and find and get the truth. And you can stand on that truth because that truth is sustainable. Because that truth has been through observation. That truth has been like it's like it's like gold. That that truth has been put under the fire, so it stand the test of time. And can't nobody take nothing away from that science. You see what I'm saying? So that's what we must implement within the generations behind us. Because I ain't going to be all day on this subject. And I just want to read to y'all this, right? Because I found it very interesting. At least it was very interesting to me. Because that's what I plan on. That's what I'm planning in my life. To set my sons, nephews, nieces, cousins, and whoever else. You know, generation is the ones in the family. I don't know which one going to be running the situation. You see what I'm saying? Not at this particular time. But I'm peeping it out. 
And just because I got a son don't mean it's going to be him. He might have to go work for his cousin. He might have to work for his niece. He might have to work in that situation because I had to trust him that he's going to be able to continue to do the things that I've done in his time because he got to understand his time and continue it to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And that's just that's just what it goes around. You see what I'm saying? You got to set your family up. You got to set them up with knowledge. The knowledge, the intellectual property is the greatest thing you can pass on because once you have the intellectual property, once you have the knowledge, then you can always go back and get it. I don't need you to continue to teach me how to plant a seed. I already know how to plant a seed. So when you put me anywhere in the world and I could find just a grain of sand, I know how to take a grain of sand with a seed. I know how to use that grain of sand with seed and get the water and, and go to work. And it's got to, <clears throat> got to be water around because where there is no water, there is no life. And that is how that goes. So, you know. But like I was saying, if you do not know how to, if you don't know math, you can always be cheated. If you don't know, I mean, yeah, you can always be cheated. If you don't know math, you can always be cheated. If you don't know how to read, you can always be lied to. If you can be lied to, you can be cheated. If you don't know science, you can never find and understand the truth. Sustainable truth. And you learn how to write within doing all of that situation. You see what I'm saying? So that's what we must pass on. But it's a bank. And it's in um, it's in London. It's called Whores. H-O-A-R-E. Whores. That's what it's called. So they probably was a bunch of whores. Had a bunch of, you know, unpaid for labor. But nevertheless, that's not what we're here to talk about. You see what I'm saying? We came to talk about how they have sustained this for over 347 years. This place opened up at 1672. Whore and Company is a small private bank and the oldest located in the United Kingdom. It was founded in 1672 by Sir Richard Hoare. And it's still owned by his family. You hear what I said? He was founded in 1672 by Sir Richard Hoare. And it's still owned. 2019. That's 350 years. Very close to it. 347. About 348, we're sending someone. Still owned by his family with his 10th and 11th generation of descendants managing the banking operation. You understand how powerful that is? See, this is a situation that none of us around right now, we won't be around to see that happen. But if we are confident and we know we have done the things we have done which was passed on the knowledge wisdom and understanding on how to obtain these things and sustain them then we would know that this would be us at one point in time here and this needs to be more of us than less of us you understand what i'm saying this they said this bank has been open since 1672 it is, is ran by the 10th and 11th generation from descendants of, of the, they are the, the 10th and 11th descendants of Sir Richard Hoare. You understand what I'm saying, man? This bank got only two locations in the United Kingdom, as I told y'all. 
they been holding this bank down. And that is the equivalent and the example of generational wealth. When the family can hold on to something for over 300 years. See, many of us are so selfish in life that we always want to be around to enjoy everything and we want to be around to see everything. But in reality, one day, the lights got to go out on that body. And you got to go back into the triple blackness. That body will remain right there on that ground and in the energy. The sentient being that you are will take that energy back where it came from to manifest some more, even more powerful energy. And maybe one day you come back with a new brain, a new body, and, and a, a new everything. But, you know, that's just maybe. We have no scientific proof of this. So we, But what I'm talking about here is us understanding how to keep generational wealth, how to produce generational wealth, how to create generational wealth and more importantly how to keep generational wealth man they have had this in their family for 300 years like i said earlier that albano's pizza they have had that for 50 over 50 years they had had it for over 50 years so they could be taken around somewhere on 100 years but nevertheless, their grandfather understood what needed to be done, how it needed to be done, and then he done it. And then he passed on that same information and that same know-how, that same habitability to the one who needed to keep it sustainable. And they have done that. It has been sustainable. It's still right now to this day. That's one of the best pieces in the city according to the ratings. And anytime anybody who moved, come back, they always go get Albano's pizza. These effects. So what I'm saying, this is what generational wealth looks like, people. When you create something in 2019, and in 2,234, and, 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 and that family still have it. Your grandchildren, children, children, children are running the show. And they have benefit from what you took out the time to create right now here today and this is what we must do so we need to come with our talents with our brains with our minds and start to create these things because this is what generational wealth looks like and if we don't come to create generational wealth then we don't create we're not coming to create nothing you understand what i'm saying this is about generational wealth one person in my lifetime who i watched create what is going to become generational wealth is, I, I, spoke, I speak on them often. I think I spoke on them here not too long ago, but that's Master P. I remember when I was a youngster and Master P got his money, he gave his son $50 million. His son wasn't even old enough to ride a moped. And that was one of the beginnings of generational wealth. Not along with what he gave his brothers and his sisters and the fact that he's still around right now today, sustainable. And he will, his son and his son children and therefore go on, will be able to enjoy some generational wealth. 
And this is what we must do. So I'm trying to get y'all to understand. We must understand what we need to do to create generational wealth. And how do you know how to create generational wealth? First, you must know what it looks like. First, you must know what it is. Then once you know what it looks like and what it is, then you must figure out how to create it. Then when you figure out how to create it, you must figure out how to sustain it. And I gave you all that. All you need to do is figure out what's your niche and what are you going to do to go out and start to create that generational wealth so that your children, children, children can be able to enjoy life without a struggle. Because when you don't have to focus on paying your bills, then you can go out in the world and, you know, you can make a change. We got to teach our children to be about making change, helping those who need to help be changed. And at one point, a particular time on this earth, then that won't need to be implemented. And it will be an enjoyable life because everybody will have an abundance. Of course, there's always going to be somebody who has more than somebody because that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Because somebody's, somebody's going to obtain something that somebody didn't obtain. Somebody's going to invest somewhere where they didn't see the wealth. And you know how that's going. That's just how it go. Take cryptocurrency. You got a bunch of people doing this and saying this and doing this. But then when you look up in 10, 15 years and those same people who was invested in that cryptocurrency, they have surpassed anything of a 401k or a security, social security thing and all that. Neither less then people, you know, those who didn't enter, uh, those who didn't, um, excuse me, thought somebody didn't know, those who didn't, um, Act on that opportunity. Those who didn't dance with the opportunity. Those who didn't want to live in the enlightenment of now. Which is new opportunity windows. You know what I'm saying? They will be able to look back and then they will have to tell their children or whoever that. No, I didn't. I, I didn't dance with that opportunity. I didn't interact with that opportunity. So I didn't, I didn't get that wealth. You know, it's like our parents when the internet first came out and Microsoft Works first came out. They had a chance to buy these things for pennies on the dollar. Granted that they didn't have the time because they had to survive and they lacked the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of what was going on around them. So they, you know, they they was more on survival mode. And that's what I'm trying to get us to understand. We have to remove survival mode and get into living mode. Because in survival mode, you're going to miss things. Because on the survival mode, all you're worried about is putting some food on the table right now, here today, on this very hour. You, you won't worry about the next hour to the next hour get there. But we have the opportunity to, well, we have access to things at abundance to make a real change within our life, within the world, and within lifetimes. So we have to interact with those opportunities and make those things come to fruition. You understand me? So I just wanted to come in and tap in on y'all with that, man. You know what I'm saying? I just found that very interesting that they had had this one. They had two banks. Which this one bank right here, the one that I'm looking at, they have had it since 1672. And it is still owned by the 10th and the 11th generation descendants from Sir Richard Hort. The same way Albanos is still owned by those who are descendants of Mr. Albano. The one who created it. Grandpa Albano. This is where our mindset must be. So let's go out and create this generational wealth. Let's interact with these opportunities to invest, to learn trading, to learn a trade, learn a skills, learn multiple skills, be wizards, be scientists, 
because all of this is the notion of being God. You understand what I'm saying? We must, you must, um, you must interact. I mean, you must interact with these things. So let's get it done, without a doubt. Understand that I used it, the crypto situation as an example. You see what I'm saying? Because at a point in time, 401k made the people more money than any investment they had ever seen outside of investing in self. Self is the biggest investment. Never, ever forget that. Self. That's what I'm talking to y'all about. Investing in self. Investing in self is where you get the generational wealth. What do you do when you, invent, when you invest in self? You invest in the intellectual property. You invest in the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding about what's going on around you and what you need to do and what you need to take advantage of while you can. You understand? So don't think that I was just saying the crypto is the above and all beyond. No, that's not what I'm saying by far. But what I am saying is a new opportunity that we should be indulging in. We should be seeing what the window is like, just the same way that AI, which is artificial intelligence, is getting ready to take over. It's really taking over. You got automation this, automation this. You got robots getting ready to drive cars. You got robots getting ready to be your checkout person. You got robots getting ready to deliver your food. You have to, and you, you have to not be so emotional, and you have to invest in these situations so that you can have a... Um, you can interact with the opportunity that's there. You see what I'm saying? Because some things is going to be regardless of what you like and don't like until you have a position of power where you can make things actually change and not be changed, then that's what you got to deal with. So I'm just saying that we have to, under, we have just like we have the hemp, which is the marijuana, which is the cannabis. We have all these things to interact with, and these things are taking place right now within our time, and, and few of us are actually interacting with these things that's going to take, that's going to create generational wealth. So, yeah, I just wanted to add that part because I forgot to add that part. It slipped my mind because I meant to say it, but somebody had, um, interrupted me but nevertheless yeah so i'm just saying you have to have the knowledge wisdom and understanding and we have to pass that on so that the children understand to always be aware of what's going on in their time and what's happening now 